Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome back, my friends, family, followers. I think that's all. That's all I have for you guys. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Another edition of North County Now. Cassie, what episode are we in? Oh, man. On the spot. Take a while, yes. I think. All 174. right. 174 it is. Everything, most everything about North County. Today, we're dropping a few things that are little outside of North County. They're actually in downtown, some new spots opening up, but going to be, might be worth the trip. Cassie said he was just down there. He wished he would have known, been on this podcast before he went down there. So yep. I almost said that too, when you went down there, which we'll get into uh, what we did this weekend where you went, but mm-hmm. um, I was surprised. I was like, wow, uh, uh, just a little trip downtown. That's a, uh, it's a rarity here from yeah. North County. So well, especially not for a ball game. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, it was it was for uh something completely different. Yep. But we also got a few beers of the week. We got a little inland oceanside, kind of the uh from San Diego Beer News, inland oceanside. So their little headline is Oceanside. No, it's Oside's beachfront breweries are only half the story. A wealth of brewery touring options abound within the city's eastern expanses so go through a few of those i know we've heard most of them but a little they have some little tips a little kind of like little behind the scenes kind of things about them uh in most places well i don't think i've been to any of them actually but Rue, you all right nice <laughs> yeah. and, know, we, just, and we will get visits today most likely i heard something drop out <laughs> there but i don't know what he was doing <laughs> anyways uh, yeah, so we got some of that. A few new spots opening up, like I said, a few events actually in Encinitas towards the end of the month. So, got a fun little podcast for you. I'm Chris Erickson. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You can find me at Cassidy Lewis RE on Instagram. And that's my name, too. There you go. Nice to meet you. Without the RE. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cassie Lewis Ray. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and then obviously a little bit of a baseball update since it's a big week in the rivalry between the, these podcast hosts. The <laughs> you didn't start, I don't even think it started fans. out. I mean, it started out with the Padres win, but uh, I think Padres fans are starting to get pretty sick of their bullpen giving up three runs in the last <laughs> couple innings. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. is. Uh, well, we'll get into it in there, but the, <laughs> miss the days of I'll, I'll go off the line, the lineup that we usually had back in the day, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a, uh, you know, fun little week here. My week has been filled with <laughs> daddy daycare. So shout out to all the stay at home dads out there. It's a, <laughs> it's a thankless job, you know? <laughs> uh, you better be getting some thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's we're, we're in between camps and preschool starting. And so it's kind of like figured out. And you kind of get in this mode of, which I, I was actually thinking it would be fun because there's another dad who's Lincoln's soccer coach and he is a stay at home dad full time, but kind of like story of, you know, like 
I, I, I don't know. I, I think part of the reason is that it's tough. Well, obviously, because kids are kids and that's just not like, but if you didn't have the work aspect of it, it just kind of at some parts you feel, you know, like you're straddling the line. Like I'm not giving the kid enough attention. I'm not giving work enough attention because I'm trying to squeeze in like little things throughout the day. And it's like the kids yelling and I'm like, wait, I need to get this done. And you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I guess it's uh Julie said, yeah, she gets it a lot. It's called mom guilt. So I got dad, <laughs> dad guilt, but uh, it'd be fun to have him on. And there's one other person I want to get on to. I just, it's, it's, he's kind of within the realm of our camping since we're coming kind of the tail end of camping season. I kind of in the middle, I guess, but summer's over, but he went camping. It'd be fun. And he would kind of like, backpack camping so out in the the wild and i just heard a glimpse of the story but on his way back he had to take off early so he started cruising down the, the path back to his car a few miles away and in between there it's kind of getting dusk or it was night and heard some stuff in the bushes and then they're come to find there's a mountain lion following him and then a family right. of mountain lions following him and so he did the whole i don't know the whole story but he didn't he was able to obviously survive. I saw him in the in the <laughs> wild, but he, he, I think it'd be a fun story. And then he gives some tips on camping. So if you guys want those, drop us a comment or drop us a review any way you want. But anyways, yeah, dropping that dad life. How was the weekend, sir? What's going on? What's new? Where did you actually go in San Diego? <laughs> and before we go there, this podcast, as always, Officially sponsored by the Beach Life Group, our real estate crew right here in North County, San Diego. So you guys need anything, just want to chat, just want to say hi, just want to grab a coffee. Hello yep. at North County CA. Hit us up there. Hello at NorthCountyCA.com. And uh, yeah, we got your back. So we're going to skip real estate minute today, even though the market is fluctuating wildly right now. Would you just say? text us? Yeah, wildly. Yeah. So <laughs> Lauren and I did a video on our YouTube channel and uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting to talk about, right? So anyways, but let's get into it. How was, how do you, how find, was, how do you find that? What's that? How do you find your YouTube channel for folks oh, that might want to want to? How to sell a house in San, in, how to sell a house in North County, San Diego. Go check it out. Nice. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to mention it, you might as well promote it, right? There's and there's a real estate minute. <laughs> there we go. All right, moving right along. Uh, so, how was the yeah. the adventures this weekend? It was it was super fun. So we went um, on Saturday. Well, Saturday, Cam had his first um, soccer game, nice and early in the morning, which was super fun. Um, first time playing goalie ever. Nice, wild. Yeah, uh, I thought his coach was joking um, when yep. he said he's at practice on Thursday. He said, "So, Cam, you're gonna play some goalie on Saturday," and I could completely thought he was kidding around. Yeah. Cause we're good friends with his dad or with the coach. And, uh, he did make a, they won four to two. He made a great save diving save in the, uh, last quarter. Um, he, of course he made the diving save because he rolled the ball right up the middle and the kid <laughs> kicked it right back at him. So, but I don't, I didn't mention that part to him, but, uh, make yeah, it interesting. Was, make it interesting. So, uh, We've been pounding in the, cause they're not allowed to punt it at his age group. So we're pounding in the, you're rolling it to the sidelines. You're throwing it to the sidelines. You're not why throwing it you, up the middle. You can't kick it. That's, I don't that's know why. odd. Yeah. I don't know. I, it might be, 
I, you know, honestly, I don't know. You can't header the ball either. So that's until you're 12. So maybe the punt. I did. Also. I wasn't kind of aware of that. Like I've, I've heard because just like football, you know, the, the, uh, it's just another way to bounce, you know, to rattle your brain a little bit, but you didn't mm-hmm. think about it as far as, you know, cause you're not contacting anybody, but yeah, dude, you get enough headers in there. Boom. Nice. It can hurt. Yeah, I can. Yeah. That's the, that's the, I mean, that's the only difference from when we were kids in mm-hmm. soccer. I hated yeah. using my head anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I, I can't remember any headers, but I don't know. It sounds fun. It's <laughs> really get in there. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we did that. And then we went down to, um, well, we went down to Coronado first. We had to drop the car off because um, we stayed down there that night also. But we went to um, the Civic Theater in downtown San Diego, um, which is right by the city building. If anybody's curious where that is. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people know downtown a lot better than we do. So I think, I think that probably <laughs> is the case. Yeah. Uh, I know where the ballpark is. I now remember where the Civic Theater is. I know where half door brewing is. <laughs> I don't know that one. It's right down. Um, the, it's, it's a two blocks away from the park. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we went down there t- for a matinee, a two o'clock show of, um, the Lion King, which nice. was awesome. It was really, really cool. Um, I'd never seen it before. I think Chelsea had, um, at some point, but, um, it was a lot of fun. It was two and a half hours long. Well, two hours long with a 20 minute intermission. Um, so a little bit lengthy for a six year old. Braden was like a little worm in his chair for the last half hour. They've um, seen the other Lion King. They've, bo- they've seen all of them, like including the one like Lion King one and a half with Timon and Pumbaa only. And Ooh, so okay. <laughs> they, they go deep Lion yeah. King wise. Is the um, newest movie one? It's like a live, like it's yeah, kind of like action. make them look real. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, yeah, that's the one that that one is like the, the most uh, not true, but I feel like it follows the story exactly the same um, as the original, as movie. opposed to I don't know Aladdin a little just, bit. Yeah, someone. like Aladdin is a little different. Um, there's just some things that are a little different in Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Beauty and the Beast. It's been long. I saw it once. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that live one. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, the musical t- follows pretty close, too. It's pretty similar. There's just some kind of additional uh, scenes and uh, a couple extra songs and things like that. Um, but it was it was epic. It was really yeah. cool. Uh, just some of the sets and stuff and how they move it around and... Um, you know, just it, all the actors, all their voices were incredible. It was really, really good. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I, I've been to a few of those shows. And like I said, we were talking, I think it was Lion King. And then one was Stomp, which isn't a live, you know, it's just a <laughs> musical kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, it was, it's pretty amazing. Like the, yeah. the whole shows that they, I mean, that takes a lot of work and a lot of everything. It's like, wow. Yeah. Doing the sets, like you said, and just kind of, yeah, it's intense. And, and that's an, I mean, <laughs> I was just reading the, the description before, like in, while we were getting ready to go on Saturday, uh, to head South and 
I said, I said to Braden, I'm like, it's won six Tony Awards. And he's like, wow. It's like, <laughs> like he knows what a Tony Award was. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just, it was, um, you, you could see that like when a musical like that comes into town, uh, a lot of people go to see it. Like we ran into people um, that we know there. Yeah. We heard from, I heard from a bunch of people uh, when we posted on Instagram that they're 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 going later or they've already gone and um so it's pretty cool it's it's a, it was a fun a fun show for sure yeah definitely so um civic theater also has i think this might be my first show uh since i was 21 too mm-hmm. so some good beer options they have uh i'll get into one of my beers of the week there but uh they have a wide range of alesmith beers which was pretty cool oh right on yeah was right speaking of alesmith uh our buddy Jamie brought the allegedly the uh, SDSU beer to. I don't think you have to alleged Carlsbad. So alleged to good. allegedly a <laughs> alleged softball game. <laughs> and you tried it, right? How was it? Yeah, it was great. It was really good. As we talked about last week's podcast, but pretty tasty. Yeah, it was could... just the state loggers, what they call it. Yeah, yeah, you could crush a lot of those. Yeah, it's very, very good. Very crushable. Yeah, very crushable. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was a good one. Good. For sure. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah. Well, all while we're... All a fun, a fun Saturday evening when we went to Coronado brewing after too, I have a lot of opportunities for beers of the week here. Oh yeah. Um, but Do they, you said they have special stuff down there, right? That they only yeah. release at their location down there. Yes. I, or at least only for like small batch. They don't bought or can. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get one of those though. I got the sail away and, uh, Chelsea got weekend vibes. So we stayed in the can or we, it was on draft, but we got ones that you can get anywhere. Which one did you get? The, I, I was thinking, sail, uh, sail away. It was, it's one of the know, newer but... ones they have in okay. cans. It's like a tropical IPA. Nice. Good. Very nice. Well, since we're in the downtown vein, here's the two new spots opening up that maybe next time you hit up. One's called Johnny Wahoo. It's all capital with exclamation mark. So Johnny Wahoo Golf Bar opens in downtown San Diego. An interactive golf and sports simulation bar. Tees off in the gas lamp. Uh, Giant entertainment venue has landed on Fifth Avenue where it replaces Volcano Rabbit. (laughs) I've never heard of that. but it uh they they run a bunch of other spots the rmd group who opened it up seven thousand square foot housing two full swing golf simulators that allow guests to virtually play 18 holes of the world's top golf courses from pebble beach to pinehurst number two uh the system offers more than 10 other sports soccer football baseball but you can reserve the simulators at a rate of either 50 80 or 100 bucks per hour depending on the day of the week so kind of be good if you want to go uh have a round of golf downtown nice yeah, and that that sounds pretty neat. Uh, who knows how accurate those machines are, but it does sound fun. We were talking at the end of softball maybe last week, I believe, about the simulators, and I think uh, one guy on our team was talking about the the baseball ones, and they're pretty legit as mm. far as maybe it wasn't a full simulator, but it was like the headset it's VR ones. goggles. Yeah, yeah, VR goggles, and you face like four major league pitchers or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, and one so, of our buddies from softball also does. Um, works for a company that either I think produces um, those golf simulators too. the golf. Yep. Yeah. He's said he's installed it in some pretty uh, 
interesting houses. Ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people have, <laughs> I don't know if it fit in my house, looking back. But, uh, yeah. So it's going to be a bar, obviously pub style food, uh, grilled cheese on a glazed donut base. I don't know about that per se. <laughs> um, but Hey, they're going to have low carb lager produced in flavors like lime mixed berry and orange. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I, I don't know about the drinks here or the food, but <laughs> the golf sounds fun. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's a sports bar, too, so, or sports bar. You know, they're going to have 20 TVs. They're going to have uh, – they're, uh, they're planning on being a hub for Monday Night Football starting September. So, anyways, mm-hmm. downtown, new spot. Oh, do you like deviled eggs? Because they're going to have deviled eggs and b- bison meatballs. So, oh, wow. Yeah. But, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever had bison before. I I believe I have because they sell it at, I mean, a lot of places, but I've noticed it most. I like sprouts. They have the frozen bison burgers. Interesting. Yeah. So interesting. Another spot opening up. This is right down my alley is a private speakeasy sales into East Village's old Harbor distilling company. Hmm. But the little catch is you must be a member of the Commodores club. So Anyways, it's one of the uh, craft distilleries downtown where they make a bunch of different stuff. The This year, they're introducing their own line of canned cocktails as well. And then a satellite tasting room and casual restaurant is in the works for Seaport Village. But the latest endeavor is a 20-seat speakeasy located inside the distillery's 17th Street Warehouse. And you, like I said, it's private, reservation only, currently open Fridays, Saturdays, from seven till midnight only in approximately three seating. So they probably shuffle you in and out every hour and a half or something like that. But um, yeah, they have a picture of kind of the entryway. It's just a, looks like you're walking into like a, well, a dead end, a little end of an <laughs> office or like a, uh, something like that. But um, I don't know. I didn't, I always forget about craft distilleries when we're talking about craft, everything, you know, kind of gets lost in the craft mix. You don't think of, San Diego is being kind of a central hub for that, but there's a decent amount of craft distilleries yeah, around here. Yeah, more and more. Yeah. So this is a Commodore's Club or Commodore, whatever you said. Was it Commodore Club? I don't know. That's the thing. You got to dig in and figure out what that is. <laughs> you guys are going to have to look that up because all it has on here is the Commodore's Club menu, but it doesn't tell me much about what the Commodore's Club is. So, you guys are going to have to dig in. It's at 270 17th Street, East Village, Fridays and Saturdays from 7 till midnight. But they're going to showcase their growing range of spirits. They're known for their gins, their rum, coffee liqueur, vodka, Commodore's Club 30 cocktail list. So um, you're going to have two cool. bartenders, martinis, all kinds of fun stuff down there. Very cool. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to read if they have how you get in the club. So there's different membership tiers, include priority reservations, early dibs on new spirit releases, and even access to your own private barrel for custom aging. So it's not just one thing. You got to, you got to get into a few of them, but that is coming soon as well. So very cool. All my downtown heads out there. (laughs) Yeah. Do we have a whole bunch of downtown listeners? (laughs) Oh yeah. I would say by 20, 23% downtown listeners, if I'm uh, being accurate. 
but yeah, on the golf front too, my weekend, we went to mini golf at Pelly's always a good, a good go-to. Uh, one thing that I did notice, I think I mentioned last time we went, there's not enough mini golf in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it seems like the great, like an awesome spot to have it. Right. Yeah. Uh, part of it's real estate's expensive. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's, so one of my, one of my dreams that I'm going to work on in my head is a, it, it's more of a, I mean, it's, it's in multiple courses and it's going to be within like a warehouse kind of thing. So, you know, it's already built. It's like a, those are pretty cheap. That's like, you know, probably have to get it rezoned or something, but like multiple courses that are somehow changeable. So like, you know, every month or two you can, or even every day, like press a button. We want this set up today and like stuff moves around. And so you have, obviously you have an adults only course. So, mm-hmm. you know, none of the little kids run around, you have uh, kind of the middle course, and then you have like a kids only course kind of thing. Uh, obviously craft beer, craft cocktails, some sort of food that you can hold like one handed while you're, while you're, you know, playing mini golf. What else do we have in there? Oh, events. <laughs> oh, cornhole, like a cornhole tournaments, that kind of stuff. So nice. Uh, big open space. So anybody, any investors out there listening, let's, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, um, when we would go to visit my grandma in Florida, um, when we were kids, miniature golf was huge there. Mm-hmm. Um, like there were courses everywhere. And like, so I just Googled Fort Myers, uh, which is, she lived in Sanibel, which is an Island off of Fort Myers. Um, but I found, I'm like, cause there's, it was pretty obvious. Like you had to choose like whether you wanted to go to the pirate one or they had castle golf or they had a couple other like themed ones. Um, so I, I found a couple of them <laughs> just by typing it in. So, uh, yeah, I agree. We need more. I could, and more kind of like the off. old school, you know, like you used to see on, I, I don't know if there was any really any around here, but like, like the w- moving windmill and then, you know, mm-hmm. like, like stuff that goes across and stuff that throws you off your game. And I don't know, it, <laughs> it'd be fun, but you need the adult place too, just because on date nights, you don't want all these little, because if you've ever seen kids, I'm sure, well, you have any other <laughs> listeners have seen kids running around on a mini golf course. It's ridiculous. Like they, Agreed. they have no, they have no Respect idea of the rules. Yeah. Come on guys. <laughs> Golf etiquette here. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's I know. Our, I feel like I'm not course. constantly having to tell my kids like stay back. Let the other group finish. <laughs> yeah. like, Don't like hit a, into them. Don't hit yeah. into them. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we did it for one of the kids. Uh, it must've been Lincoln's birthday. And so there was about 10 kids and they were just running through the whole court. I was, and so I finally had to go up there and be the, uh, kind of be the, the marshal stop. <laughs> Everybody sit here, everybody get in line, like get them all organized. And after that, <laughs> then a few holes, you know, they, they, they caught on pretty quick, but, uh, these guys, I tell you, <laughs> and then we found a new, uh, skate park over in Carmel Valley. So there's a little one over there. Uh, pretty fun. There's this gigantic pool. It's, it's probably, if you took, it's probably like two or three of your size pools, but the deepest part is about, it had to have been like 12 feet deep. Oh, geez. You hop into this little ledge and it's probably six feet deep there. And then it drops down to like a 12 foot. I mean, then it drops down to like a bigger bowl mm-hmm. and Lincoln wanted to get in there. So he's, cause they have one at, um, Encinitas skate park and he's done that one before. So he hopped in there 
It's like, how do you do it? Because there's no stairs. There's no, you just mm-hmm. go in into just this yeah. big hole. Yeah. And so he's like, here you go. So he slides the skateboard down. He's like, you put it upside down so it doesn't go. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then you just kind of sit on the edge and slide on down. Slide down. Yeah. So I got in there and, and then you're, it's above my head where you get out, like the coping yeah. to get out. Yeah. It's like, how do we get out of here? <laughs> so, <laughs> like it just does, it starts like, you know, 10 feet back, does the run up the wall, kind of like uh, what's the ninja one? American Ninja oh. Warrior. Oh, you got to yeah, get yeah, up to yeah. the side yeah. and then you hold yeah. on. And you got to like pull yeah. yourself up. It was, uh, <laughs> don't do it with flip-flops. Don't go to skate parks with flip-flops. That's my tip of the day. I've <laughs> learned, but that, that well, stuff's now, now you just have to learn how to skate out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, your next goal. I, these, these, these walls are intimidating how big, oh my gosh, it was, it was gnarly, but, um, it was, it was fun. I didn't bring my board, but, uh, he was cruising around in there going up and down the wall. So anyways, very cool. Fun. All right. Let's talk, um, your favorite sport, <laughs> ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do enjoy some ice hockey, but only <laughs> during playoffs. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that sneaks up on you too. You're like, what? They're already playing yeah. playoffs. I, know. I think yeah. I think they have minor league or not minor league. Um, uh, I don't know what they call it for hockey and basketball, but I think it's starting back up. Like preseason stuff is starting up. It's just weird. Yeah, that's like <laughs> basketball's got to be the world's longest season. I think the good yeah. season was when they had like that half season of half season, like right into playoffs. All right, let's let's go. Yep, agreed. Um, so real favorite sport, obviously baseball. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, interesting game last night, huh? Yeah. So the last update I had when, so when we chatted, it was three Oh end of the first inning. And then the che- checked in again, it was delayed. I was like, why is it delayed? What was it? What was the thing you said? The lights were going out. Yeah. The lights. Um, and I was, I got to try to find it now, but, um, something with the lights, weren't working. Uh, yeah. I was making jokes that it was the only way we weren't going to lose that game as if our lights went off. So, um, and we did, we ended up losing, but it was tight six to five, uh, Padres bullpen almost gave it up in the eighth mm-hmm. inning. Um, but the, I gotta find the Petco account because I think Petco park last night posted something, um, like that their lights were working just fine or something like that. <laughs> now I can't find it. Maybe it was a Padres. Um, but it, yeah, it was delayed like an hour, right? Yeah. Something like that. It was a long time. Uh, cause that game, I was, I fell asleep. Yeah. Kind of watching it on my phone, uh, since I can't watch it live at home. So, um, but yeah, it was a weird one. <laughs> Definitely a weird one. Yep. Ended up, uh, Pods came out with the W, but yeah, it was nice to, uh, when I checked in the first inning last time they got shut down by Rod, Rodone, Rondone, what's his name? Rodone, whatever that guy's yep. name is, Rodone. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, they didn't come up too much after that, but uh, when he, good, good when to get he out gives of up runs, it's usually in the first. So yeah. Um, yeah. You got to get to him nice and early. Yeah. So who was the, how they closed out? Well, I didn't see the end of the, I just woke up and saw the final uh, or kind of what happened at the end. Well, I just, uh, in the eighth, the Potters just gave up three. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Robert Suarez gave up three runs on um, two hits, a walk and only got two outs. 
but okay. Nick Martinez came in and shut it down, got the last out in the eighth, and then pitched a scoreless ninth to take it. So has base closer. Has baseball changed a little bit as far as starting pitchers going through relief to closers? Uh, I just remember I was just remind me when you said the Padres uh, pitchers back mm-hmm. like I'm just brought up their not their schedule but their lineup their pitching lineup from like so right after Hoffman retired like 2009 till well that was I guess Bell was only there three to three years so mm-hmm. let's go 2009 to 2011 it was like shut down like either like yeah. Joe Thatcher or Gregerson would come in like the seventh Mike Adams would close them out on the eighth and then Bell would cl- you know come and close them in mm-hmm. the the ninth and it was just like it was like clockwork boom 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 like you just knew your solid pitchers are coming up seventh in get to the seventh and you're good to go um yeah is that kind of yeah. still how it goes or or is it are they moving more towards like extended uh extended for the starters and then just kind of bring the, the closer in a little earlier like that eighth inning like you said i don't i don't think so i i think the goal is to not have them come in in the eighth mm-hmm. um the potters just haven't had consistent uh, ninth inning, which then means you're shaking up all the other innings. Yeah. So like they traded away um, Rogers and got Hater. Hater's been maybe worse than Rogers. So like they just it makes it so like the dominoes just you know keep falling to the next one. Yeah. Um, and so they're just trying to find that that right kind of mix. It um, seems as far as like pitchers go, that seems like a kind of an easy spot to fill. Just get like a semi-stud pitcher and throw him into that six, seven, eight roll or somewhere in there, you know, like, like here's your yeah. job. You don't need to start. Just get, get like three to three to six outs. Yeah. And don't give up 10 runs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, really pitching is it's always, and it's different now too. Cause you, there was so much more like when the giants had a really good bullpen, like when they won world series, like they had guys that wanted to go in and get one out. It was, they'd, they'd go in and face one hitter, you know, lefty against the lefty matchup, mm-hmm. get the out. Then they'd put in the right-handed pitcher to get the next two outs and inning over. Um, now that the, now the new rule is a relief pitcher just, and this is all just for time for like warm up time and to try to speed the game up. Relief pitchers have to face at least three hitters. Really? Which, Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> right. So that takes a lot of strategy out. Like, yeah. well, in the same inning, in the same inning. So they, if they come in, if the pitcher in front of them face three batters and they come in and get the last out, they don't have to pitch the next inning, but in an inning, if the reliever starts and is flailing, they have to fat face three unless they're injured. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so it just takes some of that strategy. Changes like, a bit. So, yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'd say that's maybe more the reason that it's a little different than those years where you could have that like super shutdown bullpen. Yeah. Cause right now I can't, I couldn't name off uh, a team that has a bullpen that is unhittable maybe, yeah. maybe the Dodgers, but, um, that, I mean, that's just kind of few and far between now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at their, their, their lineup kind of 2022. The Giants have kind of like what you're talking about in just throw somebody out there that, you know, that is a young stud and the Giants closer is kind of like that, but he's just sometimes he'll go out and walk the first two batters and you're like, 
come on, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the whole point is to limit runners. <laughs> Let's go. And you throw 102 miles an hour. Yeah. Just get it in the strike zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the, uh, 2007 Padres lineup for, so starters, they had Jake Peavy, <clears throat> Greg Maddox. Uh, I don't remember Justin Germano. Uh, they had David Wells and then Chris Young as the starters. Big old 6'10", Chris Young. Closer <laughs> was Hoffman. And then your bullpen, that was before Bell was a uh, closer. They had Bell, Clay Meredith, and Mike Adams. That's a solid lineup right there. Is Scott Linebrink in there too? Uh, not this season. Well, I don't know how if they – it doesn't look like he's – no, he was 2006. It looks like he okay. was okay. he was gone. But, he was killer too. So that looks on paper, that looks good, but they went 63 and 99. So I guess not so good. <laughs> well, it was the end of the career end of careers for yeah. a handful of those guys. Yeah. yeah. So David Wells was, you know, pushing 40, same with Alex. Oh, okay. No, that was 2008. They went 63 and 99. This, oh. that 2007 year, they went 89 and 74. So okay, a little better. bit better and lost to the Cardinals in the playoffs probably. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't Mike Adams. It was Doug Brocale was the uh was that seven oh. eight guy. Mm. So. Interesting. Nice. Anywho, we got a few more with uh you boys. We're sitting about one and a half up from Milwaukee for the wild card spot. Yep. I don't like that. It's pretty close. So kind of need yep. a few more W's, but <laughs> uh Philly's only a game and a half up as well. So those three spots, that's kind of like like the core right now that's sitting you guys are eight and a half back atlanta is eight and a half up so a lot of baseball yeah. to be played but those three teams are going to battle it out for a little bit i think for those spots yep agreed 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 and then yeah only in yep. yeah philly yeah philly other oh, eight and a half atlanta's eight and a half up. Yeah. that's crazy yeah so they have that one pretty much solidified yep uh and in other News nobody cares about. Chargers are starting on Sunday, September 11th with the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. Los Angeles Chargers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, so this dumb. Is a, this is a throwback game. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, ridiculous. All right, let's get into the crowd. Is it corner. in Vegas or in, in LA? Uh, I think it's in LA. Look like LA. Okay. Yeah. What well, crazy, the Rams gave them the stadium for the first week of the season. Yeah, that take nice it, guys. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we'll we'll get it next weekend. Uh, that's what happens when you have to share. Yeah. Somebody's got to give in. Compromise, people. <laughs> Especially if it's not your stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, beers of the week. I'll go first since I didn't imbibe in any beers. But... <laughs> Just been crushing that liquid death and kind of on that train for a while. I got my, what's that called thing? Oh, soda stream cranking hard right now. But these beers, well, one of them I had in past, I think I got it in the BTR Brewers Tap Room monthly subscription. And they're releasing again coming up for Oktoberfest, the Fest beer after six years, Epic's Brewing, Epic Brewing's. Oktoberfest seasonal retains its must have status. So kind of on that, those lighter notes, uh, lager, you know, coming up in that October season. Um, this is coming from, so every week, not only do we have beers of the week, but SD beer news, San Diego beer news has beers of the week as well. So, uh, they always have a bunch of stuff. That's where we get a lot of our, 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 our news, but 
Anyways, mm-hmm. the Fest beer, pretty solid. It's uh, named after the style and the Fet it's brewed for. It's an Oktoberfest lager that builds on crisp, ooh, I like this word, quaffable Pilsner base, but giving greater malt complexity, which introduces a touch of honey sweetness and a cereal character in the finish. So I think that might be one you could try. Nice. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And then their other one, it's a new release from Mother Earth. They released a new hazy from their Project X series, which is their kind of their artsier, uh, you know, a little more in, not in depth, a little more, I guess, artistic cans. Uh, yeah. But their newest one is called, it's kind of an interesting name, Synaptic Plasticity. So say that 10 times fast. Synaptic Plasticity <laughs> is their hazy IPA. Mother Earth Brewing Company is continuing its every 60 day release schedule of hazy IPAs. This is their newest one. Um, they not create, they collab with a bunch of uh, visual uh, 3D artists. So their can on this one's still pretty gnarly as always. But in contrast to their previous Project X series, this one leans more towards a West Coast style hazy, drier finish, uh, slightly more bitter. Uh, in addition to being unfiltered, more unfiltered than milky on the sliding scale of hazy, more unfiltered than milky. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> in addition to being more unfiltered than milky, isn't that kind of the same thing? Um, but make no mistake, though, what it lacks in New England qualities, it more than make up what more than makes up for in flavor and aroma. So it's going to be available in 16 ounce cans and draft. Uh, you can go to their beer finder, see where they have it. So Project Egg Series available. From our friends at Mother Earth. Nice. Yeah, the cans look rad. Yeah. Super colorful. Looks like you can just threw like a whole bunch of paints together. Mm -hmm. I wonder who the, I don't see who the artist is on this one. No, just has something from their, from their brewer. But yeah, I don't know. Anyways. I I can't see on the, so that's cool. That's the description on the can. Get, get on the kind of version train of, I mean, version does it every two weeks, but <laughs> the, uh, the new release, you know, it's kind of build up a little, a little bit of a, like what's coming out, what's coming out this week kind of thing. So yeah, solid as always. Very cool. Yeah. My beers of the week. Are you done? Yes, sir. Yeah. And then I got, <laughs> and then we'll go into the Oceanside Fest or ocean inland Oceanside kind of beers to check out or breweries to check out. Nice. Yeah. Um, so my beers of the week, Chelsea started last week uh, officially. Um, what do you call it? <laughs> Not part time job sharing. Yeah. So there she's we go. Job sharing with somebody this year, this school year. Um, and so she was around on Thursday and Friday, which was a lot of fun. We went to lunch. We went to Moto Deli, uh, our good little go to spot. Uh, and their beer list is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, food's awesome too, but the beer list is great. Um, and the and new got, spot too, that out, that outdoor mm-hmm. area out front where happy yeah. fish used to be. It's pretty rad. Yeah. And I, we definitely decided they needed more umbrellas. There are people like <laughs> clamoring to get our table when we finished. Yeah. But, Especially this week, it's going to be a hot one kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then a uh, guy went to his car and got his own umbrella and put it in one of the 
tables that had a hole. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so the the beer that I got there was Epig. Yep. Uh, brewing. Try this pale ale. Um, and it was delicious. It was really good, easy drinkable pale ale, five and a half percent. Um, just nice and tasty. It's good. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and then my runner up, um, just because of where we, where we got one of these, but, um, at the musical on Saturday, I got Alesmith. So like I said, they had a whole bunch of Alesmith beers and I got Alesmith's kickback relax crushable in the uh, IPA. So crushable means a session. We yeah. not usually get a session, but it was a 20 ounce can. So okay. it was definitely crushable. It was good. Good. Yeah. I like the, I like the crushable as opposed to what was the other session? word? Session. Session. Yeah. 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 I guess either are kind of cool, <laughs> but like the, the, cool. the one that I've heard that, you know, you always have, it's, it's even like the crushables or, or the sessions are even below usually ABV of like a pale ale. Mm-hmm. So they're like in the four or four and a half percent, probably four and a half, five percent. Mm-hmm. But the the one that I've heard, I think it was on beer night, the boys over there talk about one that's actually got, it, it doesn't come in like that lighter profile taste. It's still got a, kind of more of that IPA style, but lighter ABV is the uh, pizza port one, their session IPA. I've heard really good mm-hmm. things, but oh, yeah. every time I'm in the store, I'm like, do I want the session or do I just want like endless summer or swamp or yeah. whatever? And yeah, so yeah. I have never gone with their session still. Yeah, me neither. But uh, it might be something. I guess if I had about. a couple there, like maybe my third one would be the session. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a good session. Let's do it. <laughs> <sighs> but I think on draft would be the easiest place to try it. Yeah. I don't know if I need six cans. Yeah. That's just, or yeah, I don't know how they serve them. Yeah. I guess they, that's six. They have six yep, packs, it's, four yeah. It's, it's one, it's the most, I think it's the, I'm going to label it the most value beer in San Diego price point wise for the quality that you're getting for just everything. Freshness it's too. freshness. Oh yeah. It's yeah. just rotates out. Cause everybody knows, knows it's solid and knows what to expect. So it goes through, you know, you're never, most of the time, if you're going to a liquor store or anything like that, you're not going to go in and like th- that stuff's not going to be stale. It's going to be within a few weeks, if not, you know, a month. So yeah, for sure. And it for comes sure. in six, six pack, 16 ounce cans for like, you know, 13, 14 bucks, which is yep. great money. Yeah. Yep. Pretty awesome. And other beer news, Inland Oceanside already the headline there, but when most people think of Oceanside, images of the Pacific Ocean, piers, peach goers, and rides down the 101 come to mind, and rightfully so. Uh, the city's coastal expanses are lovely and undergone quite an evolutionary transformation over the past several years. Ooh, I like that. We need to make a video called that, an evolutionary <laughs> transformation. Transformation. Yeah, I'm going to make like a note. It. Evolutionary transformation. Evolutionary. <laughs> totally misspelled it, but <laughs> transformation. Okay. That might be the title of our next video <laughs> in Oceanside. Anyways, there's a lot of stuff not right there. So up and down the 76, there's a few uh, deeper off Oceanside Boulevard, off college. So the ones that they highlighted, they highlight Belching Beaver, 1334 Rocky Point Drive. Obviously, anybody knows Belching Beaver, but they've had some good relationships with or 
you know, some, some beer places collab and that's what they're mentioning here with, you know, just as like a promotional kind of thing, um, kind of like a quick hit, but they've, they have a good, a good, uh, relationship with, uh, Deftones. So their, their Deftones collab is, well, you yep. just had it last week, I think pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but their, their whole thing is they, I didn't know they have a whole, so fixating on the aforementioned Deftones collab is from the article. Many people do. And just, and not just because they're fans of the band, uh, far more than some blindly licensed bunny grab, the releases in this series, which include 10 beers ranging from Mexican style lager to Pilsner to hazy to double dry hop IPAs stand on their own merit. That's what I did not know that they have so many, uh, kind of collabed with them. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. know that? I didn't know they had that 12. I, I knew they had a few, mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of in the same vein too. I, and I don't know what the relationship is too, but I had uh, the other beer that I had at the uh, um, musical was the sublime, the L Smith sublime yep. Mexican lager. Yep. Um, and they have new can art for that one too. Okay. Interesting. Very nice. Maybe, maybe the series is then with different bands as opposed to just the Deftones. Does that sound about right? It's not just all Deftones. I collabs. It was another, I, I, don't sublime, know. I don't know. Well, no, well, that's, yeah, did I they, know. I don't know. We'll have to look at more than that guys. Hit us up. <laughs> Hello at North County CA, but at the end of every little thing, there's probably five or six of these. Uh, they have a pro tip. So pro tip belching beavers, ocean die tasting room is the only place the company taps. It's three barrel test batches of future core beers from its R and D brew system. So you want some, uh, kind of some secret beers. You got to go there. I don't think I've ever yeah. been to that belching beaver. I've been to the one in Vista uh, uh, downtown Vista, but never, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Never to this tasting room. I'm trying to read. So uh, the Belgian beaver, they have more than one Deftones one. They had, okay. there's a 12 pack that has four different Deftones cans. Okay. So maybe it is with the Deftones in. So yeah. maybe they just have a, like a good relationship, but yeah, it's pretty rad. Like that, that, like you mentioned that I got that one pack. This is even a different one. Yeah. Um, but there's their beers. Oh, this is the pack I got the other day, I think. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> Every single beer in that 12 pack I got was so good. Like I'll get that 12 pack again for sure. Yeah. Like they were just so good. Definitely. Yeah. Uh Some good stuff. Next on the list is making some waves in the brewing industry. Black Plague Brewing at 2550 Jason Court. Over in Oceanside, originally conceived by pro skater Jordan Hofart. Hofart? I'm going to go Hoffert. Yeah, Hoffert sounds better. And business partner Jared Doss, <laughs> the brewery. Taste room is the end of an industrial cul-de-sac. Uh, sports a black and white semi-goth aesthetic. It is also, the, the it's kind of one of the ones that have some backing from professional high-profile skate industry friends like Tony Hawk and Nyjah Houston. Mm-hmm. But their beer is solid. Uh, their, their taste room, I've heard good things. Just on the also the the food front they have there from uh listen to a podcast. It was, I think it was the capital of craft, I believe the one from Ballast Point. Anyways, they had the whole story behind behind these guys. Uh pro tip, want to visit Black Plague, but or want to visit Black Plague, but Oceanside tad too distant. The company recently opened a tasting room dubbed the Purgatory Lounge in the inland North County city of Escondido. So got another one over there. Cool. This next one is kind of a an elusive beer <laughs> in Oceanside. And you do have to be a member of his club 
to get the beers, but Horace aged ales, not open to the public. So he's got a little spot out there. It's not equipped with its own brew house or tasting room. He seldom sells his beer to accounts and is largely unknown to most San Diegans. Horace aged ales is one of the most popular beer interests in the country. So this dude, he does a lot of collabs with uh, different people. That's kind of what he does. That's kind of his business motto model, a Mm -hmm. bunch of collabs like around the country with different people. So Horace aged ales is his, company you do they do have releases here but like i said you have to be part of the crew part of the i forget what they call them the club and um and then you get them throughout the year um the, it's just called member of horace's private club so kyle Harup, he's the brewer but this isn't this isn't his only job but just small batch like he does a bunch of uh you know barrel age stuff, a bunch of, he includes a bunch of small batch coffee from around the world. But anyways, uh, I've never had one of his beers. I've just kind of followed along a little mm-hmm. bit and it's, uh, yeah, pretty highly touted. He's got some barrel aged mm-hmm. sours, stouts, barley wines. There's no tip on that one, but, uh, <laughs> you gotta be in the know. So Horace nice. Ales. uh, Back. next up Oceanside Ale Works at 1800 Ord way, O R D way. In 2006, retired school teacher Mark Purcell did something that at the point at that point in history of local beer scene wasn't common as it is today. He opened a brewery. So Oceanside <laughs> Ale Works, um, they are spike growing, moving, shuttering, and reopening, remain exactly what it was when Purcell first established it. An easygoing, affordable spot for people to convene over beers and let the good times roll. Pro tip, though not listed on the menu, OAW offers a different monthly tap blend, marrying two sometimes seemingly disparate beers. Just ask your server. So a little kind of like a black and tan, if you're thinking. I mean, probably not that, but there was one too. I'm pretty sure, can't recall. uh, What's the the Magic one uh, brewery? They have Magic, The Gathering, and... Uh, uh, battle mage battle mage i'm pretty sure they had some sort of blend too like you can combine whatever they had on there and it was like yeah it was like an ale and like something like like this something that didn't seem that they should go together but obviously yeah they know what they're Do. doing so mm-hmm. cool next up we got oceanside brewing at 312 there's a lot of oceanside and oceanside <laughs> brewery names you got oh you got south o brewing they're not on this list because they're south they're in south o uh, this one's at 312 Via del Norte. It would be easy to mistake Oceanside Brewing Company as a neighborhood bar. Not only is owner Thomas Bryant cobbled together a taste room with a retro color palette, overlapping accents of art, hip hop, and surf culture, plus callbacks to his business namesake city, but he goes to great lengths to ensure there's almost always something special going on in his spot. Trivia nights, comedy shows, frequently live, frequent live music performances and fundraisers for area charities, nonprofits. He keeps OBC and it's big back patio packed with crowds that are largely made of locals and longtime regulars. Oh yeah. There's beer too. And lots of it. Pro tips. If you're there, if you're both thirsty and goal oriented, OBC has a special flight board that's shaped like a naval aircraft carrier and holds 24 taster glasses anchors away. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's a, that's kind of like, like we, where your goal is to be under the table by the end of the yeah, trip. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, Julie and I did one. It wasn't, I think it was 19 beers, but it was up at Russian river. They have a flight where you just go, I'll take one of each of them and you go through and taste them all. And it's, 
you know, I didn't, I mean, 24, that's intense, uh, but <laughs> that's pretty sweet. So, <laughs> and then I mean, if you have like three people, that's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. But if you only have you, like you said, if you're goal oriented, then <laughs> it might be a little, little much, but. Oh yeah. I couldn't, that, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, last up on the list is tipping pint over at hangar 76, right off the 76 at three, two, two, nine Roy Mar road. Adam Jester made a name for himself, helming the well-worn locally legendary brew house at Pizza Port's original brew pub in Solana Beach. But when it came time to go into business for himself, he headed north to Oceanside and he's teamed up or he shares a space over there with Caruth uh, Sellers. So if you're going down 76, look to the, uh, what would it be? I guess to the south and you'll see Hangar 76 with the cellar, with the, the wine place and the beer place. So and Indoor, outdoor, public venue, welcoming drinkers, looking for house-made wine, beer, and live entertainment all under one roof. So cool. it's uh, another spot out there. A self-professed hophead, Jester Brews a variety of IPAs running the gamut from West Coast to Hazy to Imperial. And they are as good as you expect from a pizza port expat. So I'm sure there's uh, some some of the, well, you guys know pizza port, some of the hoppiness vibes of that one. So mm-hmm. Pro tip on Sundays, Tippy Pint offers micheladas made with spicy from scratch base and numerous garnishes. Jester says to ask for one with a float of his Irish of his dry Irish stout. I am not a michelada fan, so that's highly mm. unrecommended. <laughs> it's recommended by somebody else, but not. I know I every single time I see one, and I like a good Bloody Mary, um, but something about beer and the what's the powder. And stuff. I, I just yeah, <laughs> does not sound good. What's my the brother one, likes uh, it? Corey likes it. He's a Michelada uh, fan. So Micheladas are it, it, that one's just tomato juice, right? It's yeah. Corey gets one from the, there's like this company out of up in Orange County or LA or something that makes specifically Michelada mix, and it's uh-huh. a lot of sugar, tomato juice or whatever. Um, some sort of there's like a spicy one. There's like a sweeter pineapple one. There's like uh, a few different styles, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm not sure what an exact, like a true Michelada is, but mm-hmm. either way, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, the, I'm trying now I'm trying to remember what the, what the mix was that, um, tomato, I guess that is what they had. The guy are when I worked out in Imperial Valley, yeah. uh, a couple of the guys in the house we stayed in would just get, you know, a 24 pack of Coors Light and Clamato mix. <laughs> Clamato. Clam juice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. I always thought it was clam juice, but I think maybe that's just. No, it's definitely. Juice. Well, it's, I don't think like it's like strictly clam or? juice. Yeah. There's, I think there's some Ew. clam juice in there. That's uh no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Clamato. I, that's how did somebody like, Oh, this would sound good. Let's put this in a beer. Like fell in, like, you know, they're have tomato juice in one hand and yeah. Uh, a beer in the other and accidentally mix them. Yeah. Um, um yeah. No, thanks. B- back to, uh, Belcher Beaver real quick. Yep. Go that for it. Mix pack that you and I were just chatting about that. We, uh, allegedly took softball is called <laughs> dam D a M good IPA eight pack. And it is no worries. IPA uh, hazers going to haze uh, phantom bride. And then fall of Troy is the double IPA that's in that pack. And you can gotcha. only get it 
you can only get it in that pack. You can't Ooh, get it nice. separately. So it's exclusive to that. That's probably um, why when you showed me the can, I've never seen that one before. Yeah, I guess they only get it in the, Yeah, and they, it sounds like they used to have it. Like a th- it's a throwback, it says. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, it was a good one. So I'm gonna I gotta go find that pack again. Nice. It's my job today. Where did you I'm find it go. the first time? By the just way, Al- just our Albertsons here in gotcha. Okay. So very nice. Gotta go before it's all gone. Yep. Gotta do it. Gotta mm-hmm. do it. And uh, yeah, as we're coming down to the end of August, we got a few events for September. So if you guys are looking for some fun, they're both in Encinitas. First one uh, is Oktoberfest, September, Sunday, September 25th, 2022, right at the end of Mountain Vista here in Encinitas. Pretty fun. Uh, if you got kids, they have like a bigger beer garden with some German style music going the other beer garden with the better beer. It's got uh this year. They're going to have hell. Yeah. They're going to have Epic versions going to be there. Duckfoot, hangar 24, which is a uh, part of Firestone Walker. That's like their, I think that's like their um, kind of fancier beer, I guess. And then uh Bivok cider works and local roots kombucha so anyways they have that there coming up at the end of this month and it's a fun little fun little thing to do so cool and then uh any surf fans out there taylor Steele. if anybody's watched any surf movie he's probably had a hand in it he was kind of one of the original surf film makers and he's right here local so the award-winning producer and creator of the annual salento film festival is bringing it back. I guess he had it um, last year as well, but uh, to La Paloma. So it takes place September 22nd through the 25th over at La Paloma theater. He Taylor Steele, he did like momentum, which was like iconic surf film back in the day. Plus a bunch of other stuff. I mean, he's just been in the surf film business for a long time and it can't be the easiest business to be in right now. I mean, with (laughs) how everything (laughs) is, but uh, he was kind of in the heyday of it. So he was in just a lot of the, a lot of the big time surfers, Machado, Kelly Slater, um, all those dudes, you know, were kind of the stars of his first films when he was, when they were all like little, Kids. little guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess he lived in New York city, Australia and Bali, but he's now back in North County. So very cool. Yep. So it's coming up at the end of September. And this article just goes into how he loves that theater. You guys have been there. It's kind of funky. It's <laughs> old. It's kind of weird, funky. but it's classic and it's definitely for stuff like this. So, yeah. So, yep. a film there, so. yeah. Yeah. Keep it going. Hopefully, I mean, maybe a little renovation on the outside, like spruce it up, not even spruce it up, but just like, Take care of the peeling a little paint. renovation on the inside too. I mean, while we're at it, we might as well. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Both. Like keep, <laughs> keep, you got to keep the old, the, the smells and stuff. So, <laughs> Oh no, that's the part that I want out. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last time right. I was there, it's been a long time, but yeah. Uh, but I remember one of the last times we were there, it was, it was hard to sit through. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anything else, sir? No, I don't think so. Cool. Back well, thanks. Work. Thanks for tuning in. Everybody get back to work now. 
You can find us over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson and Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis RE. Be sure to subscribe in. If you guys dig this, drop us a little review on wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, kind of anywhere. Uh, cool. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. As always, hello at NorthCountyCA.com. If you guys need anything on our side, hit us up. We'll catch you guys all on the next one. Peace.